0: Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
0: 18 plus. Hello and welcome once again to another episode of In That Number. We're back after a week off to bring you two games from the past week, as we hosted Crystal Palace on Wednesday night and rescued a point, thanks in large to Prowsey again, and then Saturday's trip up to Turf Moor against Burnley. We'll update you with the transfer window as it slams shut until the off-season, and we'll give you the results of our January goal and player of the month. I'm your host, Ray Hunt, and joining me is the Moscow Mesh, Kevin Milverton. Hello, Kevin. How did you spend your week off? Did you catch up on any FA Cup fixtures? Perhaps the Accrington Stadium
1: Derby? Yeah, I I wasn't really showing that much interest in it, to be honest. Uh,
0: Anyway, so what did you do in your week?
1: um, Oh, God, that's a good question. It's been a long time since I last spoke to you. Um, I've been to the theatre a few times. um, Yeah, just uh, going out, having a few beers, and enjoying myself. Obviously, working Working as well. Working too
0: hard
1: as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all the usual uh enjoy- enjoying the delicious weather we've got here it's been quite warm lately uh it's only minus four today so yeah
0: oh wow that's 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 pretty warm is it
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh didn't cause too much chaos but i understand that you've had a little bit over your way
0: oh how'd you know that
1: i've seen it on the news and that
0: really what, Southampton's on the Moscow News?
1: Isn't um, it? Well, no, I'm on the BBC, but, uh, yeah, looks like yeah. a lot of the places have been shut, you know, like offices and schools and that sort of thing.
0: Not, not around my way. I mean, I, I walked to work because I didn't want to risk driving. So you, know what, you know what my road's like. Um, but, no, it was okay. We had a light light dusting of snow on the Thursday and then again on the Friday afternoon. But, no, it's it's not been too bad. It's, it's thawed out pretty Pretty quickly i think so yeah it hasn't been too bad i
1: think the rules.
0: schools haven't been shut
1: no yeah that, that, I think mean, the rule here is that i think it has to get way below minus 30 before they even start thinking about closing schools in some parts of russia it's minus 40 or minus 50 so
0: yeah, yeah i think that they're i mean they you're used to it over there and we're not used to it i don't know i think it's becoming more and more i think it's, it seems like every january february now we're we're gonna get some snow of of some sort. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think they are more prepared for it this year. I think the roads were fantastic and they were gritted really well.
1: I mean, so I remember growing up, it was, seems to be like a usual fixture that we'd have snow. Uh, but for the last I'm sorry, 15 years or so, that's been quite a rare occurrence. I guess it's back Yeah, I mean, you can
0: count now. it on one hand, yeah, as the last 10 years of when we've, get, when we've had it. But yeah. should, we, um, should we go into a bit of news to start with?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, we've had quite a, a busy month for news what with it being the January transfer window. But, um, yeah, fairly quiet um, closing day, transfer deadline day, wasn't
0: it? Well, yeah, apart from the NBA, because um, Chris Lapp's Porzingis moved from the New York Knicks. I don't know if you heard that.
1: <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Uh,
0: awful yeah. awful day. I was there watching the, um, the, ja- the January transfer window on Sky Sports News, and it popped up that Porzingis is has left the Knicks, and I, that was it. My head was right out of the football then, and I was straight on, on to Twitter, and, yeah, horrible, horrible. But, yeah, as in Saints, um, Wesley Hoot yep. gone to Salto Vigo online until the end of the season. We're, I'm fairly happy with that one, I, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, if they can make it permanent, that'd be, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Uh, and did you see what he was coming out saying um in the interview that he gave when he went to Celta Figo. I didn't know. No, he said that it always, it says it's been very strange that he played all of the games, um, like 50 back-to-back games that have never been taken off, even as a sub, and then all of a sudden he's out of the team and had no explanation.
0: Well, I think if he watched the games that he played in, that that's the explanation. Yeah.
1: I think we could definitely give him an explanation. <laughs> I think there's
0: a few people that could give him an explanation. Yeah, that's, that's a strange one. I didn't look, I didn't hear that, no. But, um, Cedric, um, I want to discuss this one with you. Um, I understood that this was a loan deal to the end of the season uh, with an option of making it permanent. Initial loan fee in the region of £500,000, um, £9.5 million pounds to seal the deal. Now, I heard. I heard talks that he was going to be a, like a straight up sale for seventeen and a half million or seventeen million pounds, and then I heard the loan, and then I heard the loan plus, you know, the option at the end of the season. And I think what we got to me, it just seems like we're, you know, we look a bit, yeah. a little bit off.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'd have to agree with you um, on that. I think. Well, I mean, either way, it is quite good business for a player who's, I mean, more or less out of favour. I mean, not so much as Cavallini. He's out
0: of favour though, because I mean he's yeah. been playing.
1: He, he has, has been, been, yeah, but I mean he's, he's obviously not a, a preferred option there. Um, we've got Valerie and uh, we've got Target. who can play in that position. Um, You've seen Jack
0: Stevens play over at the right on a couple of occasions.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure, entirely sure that works, but um, yeah, clearly he's not part of no. uh, plans for the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the figure I saw was uh, closer to £10, 10 million, um, for the, if it, they do, do make the deal permanent. Um, considering we bought him for five million, um, that's not bad business. But yeah, I don't. Could you see us getting seventeen million from?
0: Well, no, probably not. But I mean, you look at the fact that you know he's won the European Championship with Portugal. He's come on leaps and bounds. Uh, the, okay, this season he hasn't been at his best. So I, I'm not against selling the guy but for the right price, and as long as you have cover. I think with the situation that we're in, it's a lot to ask Valerie to take this position on full-time. Uh, I mean, can you see him playing every single minute for the rest of the season? No, you can't. So cover, the cover is the issue for me. So I would have liked to have seen somebody come in. That's the main issue. I mean, As I say, Cedric's not been great this season, so I'm not too bothered about him going. But I just think it's a little bit risky. At the same time, I have no reason not to trust ha- Um
1: Yeah, I think we're just going to have to on on certain things, and this is one of them. I think with the, with the other deals, uh, Gavardini out, yeah, that's fair enough. We talked about that before. Uh, Davis, obviously, is the right time and the right place to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, yeah, didn't even get a look in at all. So, um, but yeah, Suarez that, that is a surprise. I think, um, especially it would have been also strange, like. Uh, the same sort of situation that Charlie Austin, there was still, like, huge rumors going around that he was going to be leaving if yeah. he could find the right place to go. And that would leave us quite bare up top, because, um, I mean, with sure. injuries and suspensions, we don't really have that many options uh, up front.
0: But then Hasenhutl was saying that he, he wants to thin the squad. Um, I, I, yeah, I just think that he's kind of thinned it in the wrong area, like, right back speaking.
1: Yeah, no, I, I am think that so might. pleased
0: to see Austin stay. I think that was. <laughs> I'm an Austin fan, so I am happy to see him stay. You know, whether yeah. he's got plans going forward into next season, I don't know. Um, but yeah. But that's the... fine.
1: <clears throat> you think that um, he could find a, a good replacement uh, before then if he does go. But yeah, yeah I think maybe this. Maybe. Yeah, Cedric it's, might be just one cut too far I think that's the only one that I would really question but like you said we're just going to have to trust him
0: yeah um, were you disappointed that we didn't bring anybody in either a low knee or a signing
1: yes I mean you want something to get excited about and you think with um, big name players like like Cedric and yeah even Gabby Dini going out um, you think we'd get at least one player in
0: I mean, because we, we talked about this on previous weeks that we were quite happy with the balance of the squad. And if you, you, know, if you were going to bring a player in, at the moment, who did they come in for? Um, but now we know that we haven't got that recognised right back, um, well, apart from Valerie now. Um, and then strikers. I think the general chat on Twitter is that they are a little bit... We're a little bit thin up front, especially with... You know, Ings going down now, and Austin not, not fit, and Long goal shy. You, you do need that that goal scorer.
1: I, I prefer he's injured as well.
0: Sure, yeah. So yeah, disappointed not to bring in another striker and another right back. I mean, even if it was just a like a low knee at right back, and then you can address it in the off season. But but to have nothing come in, it shows a lot of faith in the team that he's got. And I, I, at the moment, I've got no reason, like I said, not to, you know, put my faith in Ralph So He seems to know what he's doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. totally agree with that.
0: Um, another one that I want to talk about is Jake Heskiff. He's mm. continuing his loan spell, um, but this time he's going down to League Two with MK Dons. Yeah. Uh, are you bothered about that at all? Uh,
1: um, I mean, he hugely hasn't really had a chance to play this season. Uh, it would have been good. I think he, he might, might be one of those players that finally gets his chance under Hasenhutlug, but not this season, I guess. He must have his priorities set elsewhere. I mean, Slattery, he definitely does. Like look at him.
0: No, this is why I was asking about if you were, um, you know, bothered about this one at all, because I figured, I know that Heskiff went to Burton under Mark Hughes, and I knew that the deal was always going ahead until January when they come back I actually thought maybe you know maybe he might get a chance so I was a little I was a little bit surprised that they sent him out again if I'm honest but like you say yeah maybe not this season next year maybe we'll see how that goes Um, any other news that you want to touch on?
1: Yeah a few things I mean we talked about Hesketh but yeah another youngster uh, 22 year old striker Ryan Seager Um, he was on loan at Telstar and uh, yeah he signed to his uh, boyhood club Yeovil Town yes Born in Yeovil, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a good move for him, but again, yeah, not, um, one of those players that didn't just quite make it through, and, yeah, obviously isn't going to get his chance under Hasnagel so, um, yeah. yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, yeah, cheers. Um, and Kingsley Latham, he's had his loan spell to Dorchester extended until the end of the season. So, yeah, another youngster that we might see next season. And Chris Metham, do you remember we talked about the rumours of him coming to Saints? Yeah, he went to Bournemouth for £12 million instead, so he chose the wrong yeah. wrong South Coast club there.
0: Yeah, got lost on
1: and Yeah, I mean, so, but, so all of these rumours that we've been talking about, um, you'd think that at least one of them would um, come to fruition. Towards the end of the transfer window, there was a lot of talk about Che Adams from Birmingham yeah. coming over.
0: Yeah, big news, Um
1: yeah yeah that that didn't come about um even i
0: think I think maybe that will come out in um in july i think I think more of that. I don't think this is done
1: oh no 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 um yeah I mean, it could be that it could be something from from the bundesliga some somebody so yeah well, I think we' we'll definitely have to be following it over the summer but yeah, I mean, other rumors that so austin going out yeah that 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 sounds like there was some substance to it and um uh advances for sam gallagher they'd been turned mm-hmm. he at some the saints turned down offers for him and uh, saw some did you see some fake news out about um a five million uh, deal for Shane long going to Burnley
0: no I didn't see this
1: no like yeah you know, it's i can't remember the exact source but they were saying yeah it's a done deal and um oh, then they God. announced <laughs> that they've signed Peter crouch <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. I saw that.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we, we saw him yesterday. I felt sure you?
0: he was going to score yesterday. I I, I I could see it coming, but
1: yeah. Yeah, did, I mean, uh, he caused a lot of, um, well, i say a lot, but he did cause some trouble there. But yeah, it would have been Sods Law, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's it for in terms of transfer news.
0: Although, actually, before you move on, um, did you know that Lloyd Isgrove um, moved to the, the enemy um, on loan from... Barnsley.
1: Yes, I did see that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I thought, yeah. That's it. We won't talk about Lloyd Isgrove ever again. That's.
1: Well, well I can't back. think of any players that have made that transition. No. And, yeah, he, he joins the ranks.
0: Well, apart from Harry Redknapp.
1: The less said about that, the better. Okay. So, Yoshi's Travels.
0: Oh, you did it. <laughs>
1: um, So, Maya Ishida, he played a full 90 minutes in that 1-0 win over Saudi Arabia in the last 16. And then they got through to the quarterfinals. Uh, they played Vietnam. Uh, they won 1-0. Ishida actually had a goal disallowed by the video assistant referee in that match. Uh, but, yeah, VAR came to their rescue as... Uh, it was responsible for the penalty uh, that was scored eventually by Ritsu Darwan in the 12th minute. That put them through to the semi final where they thrashed Iran 3 0. Yoshi was playing the full 90 minutes there. Um, and yeah, they're finalists are coming up against Qatar. And again, Yoshi captained them through the whole 90 minutes. Uh, but yeah, they unfortunately lost 3 1 to eventual yeah. winners Qatar so yeah, say yeah eventual okay,
0: they were favourites well, weren't they
1: yeah. yeah looking like a surprisingly strong team although there was questions about eligibility for a lot of their players I mean, for a, a, a nation of one million people they can field out <laughs> yeah. surprisingly uh, good squads but um, yeah well done Yoshi and uh, look forward to seeing you back at Saints and back in the defence
0: yeah and great work on the, the theme music by the way that was <laughs> yeah i wasn't expecting that um can i just stay on yoshida while while we're here um only because i was talking to matt markstone about it on twitter today he posted something about us um you, you know now that he's going to be back do we put him in ahead of stevens
1: yes that's my short yes. answer <laughs> yeah
0: yes is it are you just basing this just on the handball
1: not just on that um not just on that. Um, I, I, I thought that throughout the game against Palace, he looked rather weak. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did have a couple of good moments. Um he managed to stop Zaha um, towards the end of the second half. Uh, but yeah, b- b- before that, I mean, he was losing the ball all over the place. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't yeah. one of his better matches.
0: I think you you are allowed... Well, so you, you do get those games from time to time, but I'm still a firm believer in, in Jack Stevens. I still like him a lot. I know he's, he had some issues against the, against Palace, um, gave the penalty away against Burnley, but I don't know. I, I say it's not anything to panic about at the moment, and it is a good problem to have. I just don't think they need to make any changes that aren't necessary. Um, so, yeah, it will be interesting to see what he does um, in the game coming up uh, against Cardiff, whether he leads leaves it as it is, or brings Yoshida back in. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I really am hoping that we'll see the back three of Pidnarek, uh Vestigard and Yoshida. Um, I mean, yeah, Stevens is, is there, fine. I mean, you can um, swap him in and, in and out. Um, he's, there's competition now for the places. But yeah, I think, I think Yoshida just deserves a chance, especially after um, some good international matches there.
0: Okay. Right, so we're gonna go on to the, the Crystal Palace game in midweek Wednesday. Uh so we drew one one. Uh Wilfred Zahar opened the scoring and then James Ward Prowse equalised on seventy seventh minute, I believe. Um starting eleven, okay, so McCarthy in goal, Valerie and Target were your wing backs and the back three of Benrick, Stevens and Vestergaard. Hoiberg, Romelu, James Ward-Prowse in the middle with Redmond and Ings up top. No surprises there.
1: Not, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's just <clears throat> exactly what if you'd ask for a, a lineup up um, before the match. That's exactly what we'd have really, really given. And, yeah, no not surprises at all.
0: No. No. Um, maybe Armstrong, you know, I still feel a little bit sorry for him. You know, he hasn't done anything wrong, player of the month, sorry, um, for December. um, Had a fine month, and he's been moved out just because of James Ward-Prowse's form. Um, So, yeah, he was on the bench. Um, Callum Slattery on the bench as well, and Ramsey. No, yeah, no real surprises. Still got um, Long and Elianusi on the bench. Um, So, let's talk the match. It was a pretty dull affair wasn't it to be to be honest Yeah
1: I mean I, I was obviously disappointed that um we went behind in the first half but I mean at that point in the match it did look like the momentum was uh, going with with Palace that, that, that they were the better side at that point Um now a couple of good chances in in the in the first half for us but yeah I mean nothing really to get excited about Um
0: Yeah, yeah. um I want to say, before before we go right into the into the Palace goal, um, the Stevens incident, he lost the ball.
1: Yeah, a very dangerous.
0: Mm. What, what do you think? Do you think that was a red card?
1: I, I think it could have quite easily, um, he could have easily been okay, sent off me, for that.
0: Yeah, let me rephrase that. If VAR had been an operation, would he have been sent off for that?
1: Um, but, I mean, didn't the referee see it? I mean, that's the most confusing thing. And he just chose to do nothing.
0: Yeah. So. Well, then, it was dangerous, but then, they, I mean, they're saying those, those sort of tackles should be a straight red card.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I totally see that. I mean, yeah, studs up. Um, yeah, it was, it was yeah. just de- desperate. I mean, loses the ball and just, yeah, just ploughs into Townsend. Yeah. Left the ground. Yeah. Could have easily injured him in the process. Um, so, yeah, I think it sh- he should have had a yellow card. I mean, I, I might just, you know. Uh, dare I say uh, a little disappointed because I mean, that's that's really yeah just just a horrific um tackle and to be yeah. unpunished for it but hey I guess it went went to our advantage so I've got to be pleased about something
0: I think a lot of the decisions went for us as well So I think Zaha felt oh. he was being hacked a lot of the game
1: <laughs> yeah there a lot of um, decisions
0: that were going against so I think Bednarik went in nasty nasty tackle on him um but yeah, and say they got away with it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, so was Zaha, I um, mean, because he went through a spell, didn't he, where he was just uh, diving all over the place and gained a bit of re- reputation, and now that's working against him. So yep. he's seen he's seen the benefit of it now. Now he's dealing with the consequences. But yeah, Prousey totally trolled him throughout the match.
0: Yeah, it worked. <laughs> worked yeah. <well>. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, pallet, pallet. I feel like pallet. I mean, they scored. Was it five minutes before half time? Um, oh,
1: I'm. I'm going to pin the blame on Valery, and you can see the look on his face when. Well, the ball yeah. I mean, started. okay.
0: Possibly could have closed him down a little bit more, but at the end of the day, you you look at as the ball was coming across, the defense had their shape. They didn't commit themselves. Maybe that was the downfall because, as I say, Valery didn't come out to towards Zaha, left him that shot.
1: Hmm. I mean, just, yeah, he's, he's left with the space and you could, yeah, you could tell that, like, just, just, just as it falls to him, like, you can see, you can see that, uh, Valerie, uh, just in fear and just, yeah, goes towards him. Like, oh shit, you know, I've, I've lost yeah. him and it's just too late. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, you can't leave Zaha in that sort of space.
0: Yeah.
1: But, okay. yeah, made a good job of it though. What, Zaha? I think so, yeah. Yeah,
0: of course, yeah.
1: And time. this is, He's, he is a quality player, but he's, again, he's another quality striker that just he can't score for shit at the moment. And uh, they come up against Saints, and he scores his first goal in seventeen matches.
0: Yep. Wow. Well, what what'd you
1: expect?
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how
1: we manage it. Like, um, yeah, every time a, a striker comes up against Saints, it's like, all oh, right, okay, I guess my my goal drought's over.
0: So you do you do think that Palace deserved their lead? They, I mean, as I say, it was a pretty dull affair. On the whole, but then you felt as well if Palace could have had another one, that would have been it. Saints wouldn't have been out uh, sniff.
1: I don't know. I mean, yeah, we could capitulate or we could bring the fight to them. Um, and we we did bring the fight to them in the second half, but again, it was just too little, too late. And I don't know, I think we were definitely lacking uh, in, mm. in the second half.
0: But it, it kind of follows a pattern as well because I mean, we saw it earlier, um, like towards the end of last year when we had the wins against Arsenal and Huddersfield, and then that third game, we come unstuck against West Ham. Um, And it kind of happened again here. We had the two wins, and then this game, they looked a bit flat and tired again.
1: It's surprising, it seems they've had a 10-day break.
0: Yeah, which was the thing. I mean, I I even talked about it on the um, Southampton Delivery podcast, that looking at the next three fixtures, fixtures, you have Palace... Uh, Burnley, and Cardiff, I said I want nine points out of them. It hasn't quite two. gone to plan. Yeah, it hasn't gone to plan. Um, but I looked at this game and thought, you know, th- these are the points that you need to be taking. If you're playing as well as we have been, but Palace completely... Well, I don't, I don't want to say they dominated, but they, can, they deserve to be where they were.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know, I think I think we're kind of kindred spirits with Palace a little bit. Um in that um we can't really win at home. Even under the new manager it's proving difficult. Uh Palace play play better away than they do at home. Um and they can go and surprise some of the bigger teams and uh yeah, then just just lose to some of the teams around them. But so yeah, I, I yeah. suppose we should have seen this coming.
0: Yeah, you know that we're never going to win three in a row. It's just you know, we're just not deemed to, it's just not destined to happen. Um, I want to talk the, the James Ward-Prowse goal. It just looked like a case of right place at the right time. Okay. Definitely People, uh, assist from target.
1: I mean, all, all the way through that second half, um, Ward-Prowse has just been starved of the ball, and I don't understand. He's in acres of space on on that right wing there, um, and yeah, the cr- the crowd were even feeding it as well. I mean, you see Prowse he just. Waving his hands up and down, um, yeah, not just before he scored that goal, but even, even before that. And, um, yeah, whenever he did get the ball, the crowd was cheering him. Like, yeah, you actually see that he's there. Yeah. Rather than passing sideways, um, you know, or, or backwards, you know, get it across to him. And yeah, when they finally do start to realise that, that he's in there and he's got that space, it paid off.
0: Sure did. Um, and then Palace could have could have won the game. I, th- I can't. I think it was quite. I think mean, it must have been quite near the end. The Sacco header inside the box. I've said this time and time again that whenever the balls come in from across, Saints look like they're going to concede a goal every single time. I just, I, 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 I don't know that that Sacco header. I mean, it, a, a striker would have buried that.
1: Yeah, it's been gone straight over.
0: I yeah, but. I mean, so it finished one-one. Lucky with the point with a point, but yeah, I wasn't. I was not disappointed at the end of the game, considering how we played at the start of the game. If you have said, "Yeah, take a point here," uh, a little bit disappointed. But the way that it ended and the way that we played, I think the point. Yeah, we, we were lucky to come away with that.
1: Yeah, I think it, it would have been a shame um, to to have lost to to have lost that game because I mean, as as much as I say that we won. Really in it and didn't really, didn't really give it that kind of hard pressing that we seem to have been doing recently. Uh, I, I still think we deserved something from the game, uh, but yeah, towards the end of the game with the Prowse and Zaha incident, what's your what's your take on it?
0: I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. He, <clears throat> he obviously did it on purpose.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, he shoves him down. It should be a free kick. Zaha definitely yeah. believes that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah crowd obviously doesn't, but um, the referee takes I, I, Prowse's side.
0: I was, I was trying to listen, or oh, trying to look as well, at um, Ward Prowse's, you know, I was trying to read his lips as to what he was saying to him, but I couldn't mm. do it. And I saw the little, little cheeky slap on the cheek. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, when you've got someone wound up already after what you've done, that is not the thing to do. <laughs> but for, is
1: but it? I, do, you know, I mean, it's just it, it, it's, it's more obviously a strategy that's kind of worked. That kind of passive aggression. I mean, he yeah, first he starts off by kind of dumbing as if he's going to throw the ball in his face.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he takes a massive
1: <laughs> gob on the floor right in front of him, and yeah, then he twice. kind of just t- touches up his cheek, and then yeah, that yeah. just sets him off. Uh, Brilliant.
0: Yeah stupid silly petulant little kid and he deserves to be sent off well yeah
1: but I mean he cle- perhaps he clearly knows that and was just just yeah. trolling him and that you know uh, I said that throughout the match he'd, he'd been on him and uh yeah getting a yellow card and then just doing that stupid hand clap thing I mean got this yeah. pathetic so yeah.
0: yeah it is I just wish he'd done it earlier
1: <laughs> well yeah <laughs> but hey still uh, means he was going to obviously miss a, a match or two, um, and that that might play to an advantage as well because we know how impotent yeah. they are without uh, without Zaha.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I saw the um, the interview with Hassan and at the end of the game. They asked him about the uh, there's Jack Stevens incident, the the, the red what well, the red card that should have been, but then mm-hmm. he said, "What about theirs? Um, the Wan Bissaka tackle." Was very very similar to Stevens, and that he let that one go as well. So, you know, you yeah. can say it, was, it evened itself out. Oh,
1: one one tackle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> so yeah, that's like nearly three years now since we've won three in a row.
1: Yeah, uh, the wait goes on.
0: Yeah, we're not going to get it. Are we? It's not going to happen. Um, but like I say, it's a good sign that we can grind out a point on such a poor performance. I think so. Yeah, that, that's that's good in a way. You can look at it like that. Um, and Matt Target, um, I thought he played played well. I thought he, he yeah. had the assist also. But yeah, I thought he. I think he's he's definitely picking it up a bit. I'm not ready to say that he's he's given Ryan Bertrand a run for his money now, but I'm I'm pleased with how he's he's played because I I mean I've said it on here many times before that I've not been happy with it with the way that he's been playing. And I don't think you have either. Um, but he's, but yeah, I, I, was pretty impressed with him in that in this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he can become more consistent, I think he might be in with the shout. there.
0: Yeah, maybe you can switch him to right back.
1: Yeah, we we, we could do. I mean, we've seen again. Like, yeah, we've got Valerie Target. I mean, they can play either either side, really, can't they?
0: And also, did you know that we've had more draws than any team in the Premier League this year?
1: just throwing it Wow,
0: ah, really yeah. yeah I was shocked at that stat but yeah um okay so man of the match for you
1: um despite the the slightly um a dark character of his performance um I'm still going to give it to James Ward Prowse just because <coughs> <laughs> I'm sending you off for that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah no, I mean he was just he's kind of he's kind of becoming more of a leader now, you know, and he's saying oh i I want the ball here, you know, you go here and, and making something of it, and yeah also you know if there's a player there to be wound up and he can if he can do that and get away with it, um you know um without without diving and yeah without going in for really dangerous tackles, then yeah fair a play team.
0: I agree with you completely. Um, James Ward-Prowse for me as well. Three goals, three games. Um, he is becoming, like you say, more in- influential in that in that midfield. He, he's starting to take control, and he's keeping Armstrong out of the team as well. And I, I'm a fan of Armstrong, and that alone deserved man of the match. But the, to get Zaha sent off, you know, just took <laughs> it for me. <laughs> Brilliant performance. Just, I mean, I'd give him man of the match on that minute alone.
1: I give, I give him a fucking Oscar as well.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, on Spurnley from yesterday, so another one-one draw. Nathan Redmond opened the scoring, and a painful, painful equaliser. The 94th minute, a penalty from Bar- Ashley Barnes. Um, now starting eleven: McCarthy in goal, and then obviously the the, the three Stevens, Bednarek, and Vestergaard. James Ward Prowse moved to right wing back and Matt Target keeping his place at left. Romelu Slattery making his first Premier League start. Um, Armstrong replacing the injured Hoiberg and then Ings and Redmond up front. Surprised? Yes. Not only with Slattery but the uh, James Ward-Prowse.
1: I think that's the, strange, the strangest part of that formation that mm-hmm. um, yeah, having him as right wing back he was obviously frustrated in the Palace match and to put him into almost identical position. How can we know we, you can play there and you, you can support the defence in, in, in ways that Valerie maybe can? Not can't. Sure, yeah. But yeah, that's not his optimal position. I, I,
0: I'm. I hate. Okay, I'm, I hate to think like this that they've sold Cedric and then Hassan hurt was looked at his squad and thought shit. <laughs> um, yeah. I need to play Ward Prowse, but. I need a right back as well, because I've just got rid of our only, you know, full-time recognised back. We need to find a place for him to go. That'll do. This isn't the case, is it? Well,
1: I don't No, I mean, why, why can't we have Valerie in them?
0: I don't know. This is the thing. I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's just looking at it. Maybe he's thinking, OK, the fans are freaking out that we have not got a right back other than Valerie. If Ward Prowse has a, a blinding game back there... Then everyone's going to be off his case for it.
1: I mean, what position? I mean, short of goalkeeper, he's played pretty much everyone on the pitch, hasn't he? Um,
0: and you know that he's the sort of player that will give you 100% wherever he plays.
1: Sure, but you know, I mean, you want to get 100% out of him as well, and I, I don't think that he's best utilised there.
0: I agree. I, I totally agree. Um, Alfie Jones as well was on the bench. Mm. It's good to see him. You know, he's obviously looked at him, he's come back from St Mirren and thought maybe I'll give him a chance also so there's another um, centre-back to add to the equation I think he can also play centre-defensive midfield as well so quite a versatile player that we've got there so maybe see what he can do
1: Yeah, we might see him against Cardiff
0: Possibly, yeah Uh, and Sims on the bench as well Uh, another person that I'm I'm anxious to see back in the starting eleven. Yeah, definitely Um, Okay, so happy with this game?
1: Um, Oh, God, I mean, not really. Um, Are you ever happy to watch Saints against Burnley? Um, It's never normally the most entertaining fixture. Um, But there there were moments in there, obviously. But, Mm. yeah, we went in for an easy ride. And it was looking like my prediction was right. And we were were very lucky not to concede a penalty in that first half. Um, Yeah, Macca coming out. For Barnes there. What do you oh, think? sorry, I, I, yeah. Um,
0: do you know, I, I saw it first, when I first saw it in, in you know real time, and I thought, no, nah, yeah. it's not a penalty. I said, Macca's eyes mm-hmm. were on the ball. Um, he was not looking at Barnes. He went for the ball, and he's just fallen over him. Watched the replay and thought, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's a penalty. We got away with one there. But, Definitely. But, you know... It doesn't-
1: get anywhere he near did go it, down yeah.
0: pretty he did go down pretty easy he didn't get anywhere near the ball no uh, and he did go down i think do you think the fact that he went down too easy didn't work in his favor
1: well clearly he didn't because he got booked for simulation, got, yeah. yeah he got booked for it so yeah um and i can understand his frustration but um i was surprised that he didn't get sent off i mean you got a yellow card for um simulation and then he's there uh just just screaming and bawling at the linesman I thought oh my god I mean you could see like Zaha you know just getting a second yes, straight away and... for that. so where's the consistency yeah. hey <laughs> oh so uh, yeah they been
0: sent off, they, he wouldn't have been there to take the penalty <laughs>
1: yes yeah that's true
0: <laughs> but then <laughs> so crap so You yeah. might
1: have stuck it in anyway but anyway. oh
0: yeah um, but on the first half on a whole I thought without creating any clear-cut chances apart from the Danny Ings one the one-on-one
1: Yes, yeah.
0: should have done better than that. But apart from that, we were controlling the game. I thought possession-wise, which isn't like us, especially away from home.
1: Well, I mean, we we've seen seen that um, for the last few matches, we we have been. I mean, against the the weaker teams, we do control on possession, and so that's clearly our style of play against against the teams that Selective are supposed to be. Possession, yeah yeah more defensively set up I mean yeah Burnley I mean they're, ne- they're never going to be playing that sort of game anyway
0: no no exactly but I mean the way that they set up was a 4-4-2 um, Burnley um, mm. so we outnumbered their midfield and it looked like it because we had a lot of space in the middle of the third and actually Matt Target had a lot of space on the left as well I saw he was coming forward quite a lot um, and I thought we were going to create from there, I was a little bit disappointed at halftime that we, we I thought we, I felt we deserved to be one 0 up at halftime, especially with that um, that one on one from Ings, uh, yeah, and the and the Ings injury on the twenty sixth minute, yeah. Just, I
1: mean,
0: it, it's it's going to keep happening, isn't it?
1: I don't know. It doesn't look serious this time, so.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how serious it is. I mean, do you know what? I actually googled you know, Ings injury and it come up with posts from yeah. <laughs> his whole career. <laughs> it's like, wow. 30 million results. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how serious it is. Hopefully it's not too bad. Is I mean, are we talking week two? Is he going to be back for Cardiff?
1: I, I'm thinking it could, it could be a possibility. Okay. I, I don't think he'll be yeah, out for a long bench. time.
0: Okay. Well, that's fine. Um, and uh, Long taking his place. Okay with that? Yeah. Uh, rather than Austin?
1: Uh, well, I guess his thinking must be that. I mean, it's only what the 27th minute. So uh, we need a runner. Yeah, is Austin gonna see out the whole game? Long probably is. You've got more chance of of him seeing it out. But yeah, Long and Redmond, these are two players that um are great running with the ball. But um, okay, maybe yeah, Redmond can put him away, but. I mean, they're more kind of long shots, aren't they? You do, we do need an out and out striker, um, on the, on you the mean, pitch. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, we've got, we've got options, haven't we? You've got, um, a Gallagher. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Gallagher wasn't on the bench, was he? But yeah. Yeah. Going forward. I suppose. I mean,
1: we are going to be clutching at straws if we don't have um, Ings. If we don't have Ings or Austin, then we I think. I think we're in trouble.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm, this is the, this is the issue, isn't it, with the January Chancellor window? Uh, second half started started pretty much like the first. We had a, uh, a corner that was um, cleared off the line by Phil Bardsley, mm. um, and then the goal came five minutes after the second half. Um, another fantastic strike from. From Redmond, and a contender for February gold of the month already.
1: Yeah, yeah. An,
0: lovely, li- lovely little footwork as well. Nutmeg, Jack Horse. Yes,
1: yeah, that, that was that, that was brilliant. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a real screamer. Um, just, just yeah, low into the corner, left hand corner. There. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. You know that um, he's he's not going to get these um, headers. A few yeah. few yards out of the box, but when he does score, my god, does he score!
0: Yeah, he's hitting them all outside the box as well. Yeah, lately
1: six six in in ten games now. So yeah, um, brilliant. He's looking at Chancel for, uh, for our top goal scorer.
0: He certainly is. Um, and then from there, I don't know if Saints do this on purpose. I don't know whether it hasn't hurt. Was like spoken to him about this. What happens when they take the lead? What do they do? What What are they doing? Because there was there was nothing after that. They took the lead and possession sort of died down. There was no desire to make it to. It's let's just defend. And everybody knows that Saints cannot see out matches. Yeah. Why do they keep doing this?
1: I don't know. Like, yeah, we're, 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 I mean, even if we did get the second goal, that means we're going to let in two, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's my point. It's just, it's just another nervy finish, and then of course it happened the 94th minute the penalty the handball it was the correct decision um, but did you see the pictures of like uh, um, Peter Crouch tugging on the shirt of Jack Stevens? so he kind of like pulled him down to the ball yeah 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 but nevertheless his hand was up like what was it his, his
1: hand his hand, g- hand like? wasn't that's just it, it is it is silly but, yeah, Crouch just practically heads it onto his arm, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. Um, but do you know what? I did something really, really stupid and in this moment. I sort of, like, looked looked at the screen and I thought, Saints are going to save this. I thought, McCarthy's going to save it. I can see it. We're going to win this game. What a, what, a, what? an
1: idiot. <laughs> you didn't tweet it, did you?
0: No, <laughs> but why did I? Why did I think that?
1: I think you're always going to hope that um, that he's going to save it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but you know me, Kev. I'm the the the, the pessimist. I never. I just started of like, thought, yeah, I'm going to do this.
1: Um, I don't know me. Um, mm-hmm. Full sense of op- optimism. I was uh, I was absol- I was no, I'm normally the the, uh, the optimist for, uh, out of us, but yeah, yeah I, I was convinced that when Crouch came on that. It, that the irony was going to be there and and he'd be the one to, to score the equaliser, or oh God forbid, the winner. But he, 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 he was causing problems, and he, and he did set, set up that penalty. So
0: oh, you, you know what you get with Crouch, don't you? He's going to be just put in the box to cause those problems, to make a, make a pest of himself, if you will, just like yeah. against the centre-backs, and he's always there for a set-piece, and with Saints... <laughs> <laughs> it's always an option, isn't it, to score from a set-piece. Um, but yeah, I was just left with that sickening feeling at the end. I think my take on the end of the game was kind of like... The Palace game, we were lucky to get a point. This game, we got the point, and it was probably deserved. You're looking at Burnley, they had the penalty shout. They had a lot of the possession in the second half. So yeah, a point was probably the right result. But it was just the way that it happens that made me feel sick. It's just It's a cruel game.
1: Yeah, I suppose you could say it's Karma that um he had, yeah. he had that penalty shout in the first half and he gets the penalty in the second. And Burnley aren't really uh famed for having penalty decisions go their way.
0: No, nope, but they have now. <laughs> I heard this. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's not the first time in what doing two seasons, and oh, sixty seven games.
0: There's a surprise, huh? Mm. Um uh man of the match this is quite a tough one.
1: It is, I think um there are a few, a few plays, I mean, obviously Redmond, Um I think he's, mm-hmm. w- whenever he plays, he's going to be a candidate for Man of the Match, basically, but um uh, Slattery, um, I, I, I was a little more impressed with him this time than, um in the Derby game, um because I, I didn't really rate him that much, I've got to eat, maybe not all of my words, but a couple of them, but um I, th- I think, I think McCarthy does deserve Man of the Match. Really? Yeah, because I only pulled up. Um, um, Go McCarthy. Yeah, I, 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 no, I don't McCarthy.
0: think McCarthy had his best. I think he's had better games, and I think he's had worse games. But for me, I think I don't know. It, it, it felt like one of those games that there was nobody that did anything to stand out, um, apart from the Redmond's goal, of course, which mm. is why he was high up on my list. Um, but I'm going to give it to Vestergaard. I think just because.
1: Cool.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think his blocking was good, his clearance that he made as well. And he's showing his importance to the team with every game now. Oh. Uh, and he kinda, he's kind of like adapting like a no nonsense approach that so he's not messing about with it now. He's just, whenever there's a ball, a loose ball in the box, he's just getting rid of it. And I think if you have a centre-back that's like that, it's it's not a bad thing. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to give it, for the first time, I'm going to give it to Vestergaard. I was quite pleased. Oh,
1: wow. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll some, someone in the defence deserves it. And yeah. Bednarik was, being as great as always.
0: Another clearance as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. he had it off the
1: line, just like in our chant.
0: Yeah. Um but looking at as i said, I've talked about it before, looking at these two games, looking at in one week two games against these teams that are struggling, two points are they fair?
1: yeah, I think for each of the games we said that we yeah, we might have been the the stronger team in one for, for the most part and the, the weaker in the other, but i mean yeah i th- I think in each of those performances we we deserved. Uh, one point. Should we've done better? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. if we'd have put in our high energy performance and um, not looked to defend, f- you know, about forty minutes from time, um, yeah, we we might have actually come away with three points. But
0: yeah, I agree. I don't know. I just think that. I don't know, do, as much as I do think this is our best formation that we're playing, and I do trust Ralph Hassan because he knows what he's doing, I just think against certain teams it may look too defensive. Yeah. Um, maybe you could go more all-out attack. I'm just, you know, maybe thinking, especially at home to Palace, maybe they could have could have done with it.
1: Yeah, and... I mean, up against Burnley, you look at that midfield. so You've got a, got a back three and then a, a midfield five. Um, it's yeah. only really Armstrong that's um, a, a kind of an attacking midfielder in, in that setup. So we, we're not really setting ourselves up to to, to go out and, and score this goals. My,
0: this is my point. It's like, do you, are the wing backs defend first, attack second? Are they a five or are they a three at the back? I don't know. Um, I think it can look negative the way that we're playing. If you look at it on paper. But then yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking if they did go flat back four and pack out that midfield, because you know we're quite we're quite light on the forwards. Yeah. But maybe four across the middle. We still got the width, we've still got the players that can defend as well. And then you've got Ings up front in the zone with Redmond playing in that hole still. I don't know. I think you still get that pressure and but, um, I think
1: that's how we can find space for Armstrong in the team. If you play more of 4-3-3, go to the back four, and um, you yeah, have Redmond and Armstrong um, yeah, just behind things.
0: I guess the only problem you've got with that is that who plays wide right. The only person that can do that is Elianusi, and he's not playing anywhere near good enough for that role.
1: Uh, I mean, we've got a fairly solid midfield three in Romeo, Hojbeck, and James Ward-Prowse. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So Yeah. Maybe, maybe he could try it again, but we'll see.
0: We'll see what he does against Cardiff. it be interesting, especially with Yoshida available as well. OK, so next week we're at home to Cardiff on Saturday, the 9th of February at 3pm. Um, I want to talk Cardiff with you. Uh, not a great run of form lately, apart from you know the, the result they had yesterday.
1: yesterday yeah.
0: They They lost heavily at home to Spurs. They couldn't take the points in a must-win home match against Huddersfield. Um, Newcastle and Arsenal beat them quite comfortably too as well and, and you know in, in between that they had a shock make yeah. you know, up exit at Gillingham <laughs> uh, but then they came up yesterday against Bournemouth a Bournemouth side that just thrashed Chelsea for yeah. Um. yeah yeah and another and, and, wow, and an important win there which massive, massively important now this makes this Saints Cardiff game very very important because before this game there was what five points between them now there's two so, that you know, Cardiff are in the 18th place still, but they're two points behind both Saints and Burnley. Same amount as win- of, of wins as us. And they've also had that 1-0 win-, win against us. I think that was Ralph Hasenhurt's first game as well. Yeah. Um, you know, where do you see this one going?
1: Oh, God, I mean, it could go either way, couldn't it? Um, mm. I'd, I'd like to think we got the edge over them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that tragic loss of their 15 million... Found new signing Emiliano Sala um, and that tragedy I mean ugh, it, it's it's horrible but I mean it's kind of brought the team together a bit and
0: yeah a little bit of new hope yeah, yeah
1: maybe they're galvanised by it a little bit I don't know if that is just an effect of
0: course they will yeah.
1: Um, but yeah I mean you would like to think that, that we can beat and we should beat them
0: I mean I'm like I'd like to think that we're a different team since that one now. Because if I remember rightly, that game they didn't deserve to win, and that was another late winner. Yeah,
1: silly yeah. defensive error from Westgate, but yeah, I mean he's a better player now, so.
0: Sure, and you know the whole team's playing better, and um, not only that, it's like Cardiff, yeah, the Ca- Cardiff sort of like play the similar sort of well, they play a similar formation as Burnley do, so they play that four four two. So you'd like to think that Saints will outnumber the middle again, and I think it just, it just depends on how they start, really. I think if they can control the possession, it will be very, very similar to the Burnley game. If they can keep, you know, control the game, um, early on especially, imp- impress them into mistakes, then yeah, then they can win this game. So I'm going to go for a bold prediction here. I think we win this game comfortably, we're going to shut them out, and we're going to win 2-0. I think the home, home fans make the difference.
1: Okay. Um, I'm also going to plump for uh, a Saints home victory and a clean sheet. I'm going to go 1-0. I think this is going to be a bit tighter. Yeah, yeah, exact revenge for that.
0: Um, and speaking of predictions, um, we had a shocking week, by the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, they both had horrible, horrible weeks. We both picked Saints to win both. Um, so, unfortunately, the scores are the same, 41-35 to me. So, no good.
1: Yep. I mean, we, again, we should have seen it coming, shouldn't we, even the optimism. We've now predicted uh, nine points out of nine for these three crucial matches, <laughs> and so far <laughs> ended up with two.
0: Yeah. Um, fantasy Football?
1: Oh, yes. Um, our new expanded in that Oh, of course.
0: Of, I forgot. I completely forgot.
1: In that number of podcasts. Yeah, we've got a few new entries. Um so I might not have the music for it, but I can give you a countdown. Uh, and, yeah, it's a new entry at number eight for Del <laughs> Iverance from the Southampton Delivery Podcast. They've They've got like twenty-nine <laughs> Yeah, Matt Marksland, he's got 31, oh, sorry, 39 points now uh, for the week. Um, yeah, that puts him on 1,266. Uh, Jamie McQuillan's Benali Army in at seven. I like that. That's mm. nice. And yeah, he's got 76 points for the week. Wow. Yeah, and he's got Aguero as captain and yeah, but I mean, they've got a double game week. So, uh, quite a, uh, a wise investment. And, uh, in at number three, uh, you got the silver, Tim Marshall. Mm. And yeah, he's got 51 points for the week. Uh, and he's got Raheem Sterling as captain again, double game week. And, uh, right in at number one is Gibbo Adini from Lucas Griffiths. Oh, not and, Griffiths. yeah, as, as we're on, as we speak, he's on 49 points, but yeah, there's still a couple of games to play. Um, looks like he's got Leroy Roy Sane who, um, aha,
0: aha, ha! Leo Sane has been left out.
1: Um, yeah, I think, well, he, uh, um, if he comes on as a sub, that might go against him, but, uh, um, yeah, he's,
0: I think he needs
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he, he seems to be our runaway leader for the moment. He's uh, about twenty points above uh, Craig Harris's Harris and But yeah, we'll see how the game week plays out. It's a very interesting. My first double game week. Uh, I've also got Aguero as captain. He uh, scored. Oh, you're right. um, he's my triple captain. He's got me forty-two points already.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he scored. Too. How have you done this
1: week? Um, well, I've got 42 points already, just off uh, Sergio Aguero. Yeah,
0: um,
1: and he's got another game to play as well. Uh, so, yes, yeah, 75 points so far.
0: What about me? Um,
1: you, uh, you've got uh, Danny Ings in there um, and Ryan Bertrand. <laughs> <coughs> so maybe, yeah. maybe not their best.
0: Sick note team, yeah. And James Madison got taken off as well at Leicester. Your your man Claude Puel, brilliant job he's doing there. Three three losses in a row. Mm. <laughs> that hasn't happened in about five years. Just so you know. So well done, Claude.
1: <laughs> all right, <laughs> I've sent you to the stands already, right?
0: Eh? I mean, come on, man! You're playing Man United and you take your best player off. Yeah. For no reason at all. Stupid, stupid.
1: That is foolish.
0: Mhm. Hmm. Still making those mistakes, brilliant um, Yeah, anyway, enough of Claude Mule.
1: So yeah, that's our, uh, that's our um, fantasy, In that number Fantasy League, um, you're free to join the. Uh, there's a link On our Twitter that you can Use to join And yeah, we look, look forward To seeing the end of this game week, it's, it's looking very Interesting
0: does look quite good um, I have a message from twitter that i would like to read if you if i may Mm. okay this is so this is from uh our friend of the show mark griffiths who says after letting gabby adini go lack of depth up front is concerning but unbeaten in january is good despite drawing on the 94th minute yesterday um so what what do you think about here i mean he's obviously raised we've talked about this before raising the concerns about the lack of depth up front again you think it's going to be an issue
1: I think, yeah, if, if injury, if, um, you know, Ings and Austin are both injury-prone, so if their injuries do coincide, then yeah, we're in for some trouble. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe he's looking at players like Gallagher and Obafemi as alternatives.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully anyway. Um, in the end, he, he says, he continues, Ings is too injury-prone. Austin can't last more than 60 minutes, especially the way that we play under Ralph Um And the rest are either too young or not good enough. Hopefully enough to stay up, but uh, Ralph has it can recruit in the summer. So yeah, um, I don't know the ins and outs of our transfer transfer policies or whether they made funds available to him or not. I don't know, but you know we'll 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 see. And I just said, like I've said before, we just need to trust how things are going because at the end of the day, we're not we're not losing games, so. Let's not panic. Yeah,
1: I mean, um, all of the things you're saying there are true, but I think when when you add them all up, I think we've got a team that's just about good enough to, to stay up um, un, under all but the worst of managers. So with with a guy like Hassan, who I think we're fine. But yeah, he does have his work cut out, and I think we'll see. Uh, it'd be quite logical if uh, Austin uh, went in the summer and we got some with a bit more energy, a bit more pace, uh, rather than...
0: Someone that suits his style,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we've got a kind of uh, jigsaw puzzle uh, striker, haven't we? You've got Long's energy, um, um goal-scoring ability, Golf. and yeah, and yeah, Austin's desire. I mean, yeah. You put those things together, you've got a great striker. But yeah, we can't have them all on, on the pitch at the same time, can we?
0: No, but I guess you know the one thing we do know is that we we know our identity as a team. We know what we want, how we want to play. So, therefore, finding a striker that fits that mould should be fairly easy.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I'd love to see um, who who he's got in mind.
0: Mm. No doubt it's going to be someone from the Bundesliga or someone that he's worked with before. Yeah,
1: more than likely. You know.
0: Yeah, well, I'm okay. I mean, I don't know if Che is going to come over, but I was to say, I don't think that's done yet. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Okay, so January player and goal of the month. I believe you have the announcement.
1: Yeah, so our Twitter poll's just about finished. Um, First of all, uh, we'll go with uh, goal of the month So um, our Twitter followers had the choice of uh, Nathan Redmond's goal in the 48th minute against Derby Uh, Long's goal against Leicester Uh, (laughs) We'll give him that, quiet please
0: Casper Schmeichel
1: (laughs) Quiet please (laughs) Giving it to Shane Long, he deserves it Um, Yeah, uh, Redmond's uh, goal against Derby in the replay and James Ward-Prowse's uh, goal against Everton, and yeah, we might not really have bothered with this, but um, only by a margin—70%, <laughs> 70%—James uh, Ward-Prowse's goal against Everton. So, congratulations! But yeah, surprising that um, Redmond's goal against Derby, uh, yeah, was a great goal. But um, yeah,
0: do you know? Yeah, do you know any other month that would have won it hands yeah, down? Probably. So I was really surprised that he was so far behind. Like watching the poll midway through i thought why is that so far behind i almost wanted to vote for the red for the Redman one just to keep it close but yeah run away it was a very very good goal that was the one that he you know took down himself yeah and then just just wallops it so yeah another good goal
1: but yeah. no okay, so- prowessy screamer oh my god yeah i don't know, they could be a contender for goal of the season i think yeah um on to our player of the month um, this was a little more difficult to call um, we, uh, we put forward Eyal Romayu James Ward Prowse Nathan Redmond and Jan Big and the winner with 59% was James Ward Prowse
0: yeah that's a little bit closer yeah so, all, all worthy candidates as well yeah
1: definitely yeah Dan Big Narek he's, he's been great
0: yeah absolutely um, um, is there anything, yeah. anything else you want to add today
1: um, I think that's just about it for this time Um Although I did say I'd end it on a, a Russian phrase again. Oh, okay. So you remember how to say hello? Uh,
0: privet. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, just before we got started you asked me how you say, um, how are you?
0: Oh, how are you is Kaktala.
1: Ah, there you go, okay.
0: Uh, no, I wanted to know was, um, I'm okay.
1: So, yeah. The,
0: kind of, the response to Kaktala? Privyet, Kaktala? Uh,
1: you'd say, horror show.
0: Oh, of course, yeah, Horosho.
1: Horosho, yeah. yeah. So,
0: yeah. I did. I did remember that.
1: But, yeah, for any any of the listeners that want to remember, I just imagine Del Boy, uh, what is he? He's a dealer. See? Cactila. Cactila, <laughs> Horosho, bonjour.
0: Free Russian lesson. Lessons? Wow. And Dutch, apparently. <laughs>
1: That's a free Russian lesson.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Um, uh, before we go Kev um, It's Super Bowl Sunday today um, Can I get your Super Bowl prediction Rams or Patriots
1: um, I think that um, Frank Lampard's Derby County um, <laughs> Will get into the Quarterback finals um, With a, a running Punt um, okay. It will be okay. They'll probably win um, 256 runs For five at the okay. close of play.
0: Right, okay. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Did I get that right?
0: No. <laughs> Just a simple Rams or Patriots would have done, but yeah.
1: Oh, um, Patriots, they always win everything, don't they?
0: No, they didn't win it last year. Mm. They got there, but they didn't win. But yeah. Okay, Patriots. Fine. Okay, okay so anyway, yeah. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter um, at number podcast, you can follow me at rayhunt eighty four, you can follow Kevin at Moscow Mush. you can find us on Facebook as well. Get in touch, join the polls, um, let us know what you think.
1: In that number at gmail.com.
0: In that numberpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, up the Saints.
1: Up the Saints. Sports Social Podcast Network
0: Step into the world of power no purchase necessary. BGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.